0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Founder's Peak, a podcast where we bring you exceptional startup founders from around the world who each share their inspiration and a bag full of usable insights from their entrepreneurial journeys.
1: So if you're an aspiring founder or busy fundraising or nearing a successful exit or even feel like you might go down fighting, there's something useful in here for you.
0: Most talks are hosted and recorded live with audiences at the Founders Peak stage at the world's largest fintech event, the Singapore Fintech Festival.
1: My name is Naveen Suri.
0: And I'm Sagari White,
1: And we are the hosts of the Founders Peak podcast. I'm a former banker turned entrepreneur. And like all entrepreneurs, I have more than a few battle scars on my back. All of which, by the way, I'm very proud of.
0: I'm a content strategist by profession and had the pleasure of co-hosting these remarkable founders together with Naveen at the Singapore Fintech Festival in November 2022.
1: Our speaker today is Sonam Wangchuk, who comes from Ladakh in India. He's the founder of the Himalayan Institute of Alternatives. And in his talk titled, How to Become a Problem Solver with or Without Schools, Sonam talks about the merits of growing up in a natural environment and how he did not have to go to any schools till nine years of age. And while many people thought that was perhaps an unfortunate thing for a child, Sonam later learned that he was actually very lucky to not have schools. Let's listen to Sonam.
2: Greetings, warm greetings from a very cold place called Ladakh at uh, 3,500 meters where I flew down from and uh, in the midst of Himalayas, rather across the Himalayas, on the western tip of the Tibetan plateau, which falls as northernmost tip of India. Um, It's a very remote place, perhaps the most remote part of the world, on the third pole, what we may call. Um, Six months of the year, this place is cut off from the world, Starting maybe next month, we'll be cut off for another six months. And uh, in this remote part, I was born in a tiny village, a village of five households. But that was long ago. I always take pride in saying that today this village has grown 100% to become a village of 10 households. Still a little smaller than your cities, but... uh, It was small enough to not have a school and therefore I didn't have to go to any schools till nine years of age. And uh, while many people think that was perhaps an unfortunate, pitiable thing for a child, I learned later in retrospect seeing schools that I was actually very lucky to not have school. And today I'll share a little bit about how you become an entrepreneur or an innovator who basically are problem solvers. Money you may or may not make or care about, but you are a problem solver. How do you become with or without schools like in my case? So it was so tiny that um, I had to learn the way nature designed us to learn. And that was from everything around me, from farmers I learned on the fields how seeds go into the ground, roots go down, shoots come up, leaves unfurl. I didn't have to bother with the mumbo-jumbo of L-E-A-F leaf and then L-E-A-V-E-S leaves, yeah, which many of my schooled friends, I discovered, had to go through. I could connect directly with nature in its splendor and beauty, learn about how leaves work and roots work. I could learn from chasing animals like sheep and goat in the mountains, jumping into the Indus, climbing the apricot trees and thinking about all kinds of imaginative things when my grandmother would tell stories in the winter and see us through the cold winters using story-powered heating system, yeah? Um, Now, what makes you learn is not really schools, teachers, or textbooks is what my uh, life lessons would be. What makes you learn are three things that I will share. First, pillar of becoming a problem solver is curiosity. Curiosity is something that every child is gifted with. Actually, it's the best learning software in the world and it comes preloaded on the hardware at its birth. The human baby comes with it and that's what makes you want to learn, find out about everything. Unfortunately, Our very schools destroy it, delete it. Our parents destroy it, delete it. And then they wonder why the child is not learning or wanting to learn. Luckily, I was allowed to be a child and I could ask questions to my heart's content and learn from them. And it's thanks to that that I learned enough and caught up with others. I Didn't speak any language till I was nine, as I said, except my mother tongue. I ended up learning some nine languages, thanks to curiosity. Similarly, everything. I would learn from farmers, biology, and from tourists, languages, and about their countries. They were like walking atlases for me. Now, curiosity, we must strengthen in children if we really want them to learn. If curiosity is intact, they'll learn with or without schools, teachers, and textbooks. They'll be like 18-year-olds even in their 80s with curiosity. And without, in their 18 years of age, they'd be like 80 years old. But curiosity alone is not enough. Even monkeys are curious and cats, proverbially, Curiosity, when combined with empathy, makes it more meaningful. And empathy, again, I didn't learn from schools. I saw later that schools actually kill empathy. You're encouraged to step over others and be the first and top and all that. I learned empathy more from my mother, who would always care about others. Passers-by, she would feed and give drinks, and neighbors she would take the first milk of the uh, cow before giving us even. So empathy, I learned more from my mother and that is what is needed, I understood later, whether in being a good person or even in business. Businesses that are started out of empathy do well for generations. Others that sometimes even create the problems that they show off as solving, are a success for a short time but not long. So empathy is what I grew up learning from my surroundings and that helped me to solve problems because I felt genuinely from my heart uh, to to make a change. Now empathy again, could be just a wishful thinking or a prayer if it is not accompanied by the third pillar of my schooling which is a spirit of initiative. It is this, to go out and do that thing, take the first step, that makes things change. And this, again, I learned more from my father in my village, who would not sit hand on hand, you know, when things are not going well, whether it is a a door handle that is broken or an unfair law or norm in society. So going out and taking that initiative is what finally matters. And that changes everything. An initiative, if you have or if you allow your children to develop, unfolds a whole learning uh, cycle. For example, children with initiative will not sit still. They'll go out and take action. Actions can lead to success or failure, doesn't matter. Actually, failures are even better because they ground us, they make us want to do different things. Successes, on the other hand, can make us complacent, even, even uh, arrogant. So actions taken out of the spirit of initiative leads to experience. And when you have experience based on action, action upon action, failures or successes, you gain confidence naturally. Many ask, how do you become confident? Well, you have to have lots of experience and you become confident. And when you have confidence of experience through actions, success is just a byproduct. You don't have to do much. Success comes when you are confident and experienced. And then Success, as they say, nothing succeeds like success, leads to more action, more experience, more confidence, and if you like, more success. So that has been what I would call my schooling without schools, and uh, this is the best way to go out and change the world when you have curiosity to keep learning, empathy to want to make a change, and spirit of initiative to go out and do it. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Wow, Sonam, thank you. Now, if you'd like to watch Sonam's spectacular talk at the Founders Peak, simply visit Singapore Fintech Festival on YouTube. You're listening to the Founders Peak Podcast, where exceptional startup founders share untold stories from their journeys. We have lots more coming up for you next, so do stay with us.